Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, Pewter Report readers, viewers, and listeners to a brand new edition of the Pewter Report podcast, energized by Celsius, the official energy drink of PewterReport.com, and this Pewter Post game show. It is a very exciting time to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan as the Bucks won their super wild card round matchup by absolutely throttling the Philadelphia Eagles by a score of 32 to 9. We are in the wee hours of the morning, so we appreciate everybody tuning in and watching us right now as we break down the whole game. I'm your host, Matt Matera, joined with me live from Raymond James Stadium. Got to see it all with the Bucks playing so well. It is SR Scott Reynolds. Scott, how are the vibes at Raymond James Stadium at the moment? I'll tell you what, Matt, uh, that man right there that you saw on the screen, uh, Todd Bowles, uh, we're going to give him his due right now, that guy, uh, he was pissed. He was pissed back in week three that his defense got shredded for 201 yards on the ground. This is a guy that that loves to take away the run, Mm -hmm. that wants to take away the run, whose defense needs to take away the run. And when a team like Philadelphia came into Raymond James Stadium on Monday night back in week three and rolled up 201 yards on the ground, and Todd Bowles' defense couldn't stop him, he took it personally. And I'll tell you what, Matt, this guy right here is the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2024. What a masterful job he did. This guy has had a couple of suspect games this year. This guy's also had some great game plans this year. The game plan against the Eagles, in my opinion, was his best since Super Bowl 55 against Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Came out with a six-man defensive line with four defensive tackles, two edge rushers, using Zion McCollum as a safety, um, using K.J. Britt, as the linebacker in that run stuffing package rather than Devin white, the personnel usage, the game plan was exceptional. Todd Bowles got the playoff win that the Glaciers and Jason light wanted to see him get. He got it. He earned it. It wasn't even close. We'll get to Dave Canales in a minute, but right now Todd Bowles absolutely gets his due. This was, this was a defensive mastermind at work tonight and when you look at these numbers matt imputer people welcome to the show zero of nine on third down goodness phenomenal zero of two on fourth down and the one time the eagles went to the tush push on the extra point bulls's defense stopped it bucks fans give todd bulls his due He's checked the boxes that the Glaciers and Jason Light wanted to see him check. Show improvement over last year. They went nine and eight. They won the division again. Check. Check the box. Show improvement by winning a home playoff game. Show us, Todd Bowles, that you can be a coach that can not just be a defensive coordinator on a Super Bowl team, but be a head coach that can take a team into the playoffs 
and win in the playoffs. Because if you can't win the playoffs, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. He mm-hmm. did that tonight in convincing fashion. So hats off to Todd Bowles. Um, it just an absolute masterful game plan from him tonight. Scott, I could not agree with you more. I, I was having feelings of that Super Bowl game against the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. with what Tampa Bay was able to do on the defensive side of the football. It's also ironic yeah. that that game against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, they won 31 to 9, and then tonight right. they won 32 to 9. Yeah. I mean, coming out of the gate right away, speaking on the defensive side, with KJ yeah. Britt inserted again at inside linebacker. Remember, KJ Britt was injured last week and did not That's play right. against the Carolina Panthers. He didn't even really return to practice until later in the week leading up yeah. to this game. So that was huge. Moving around the outside linebackers with Yaya, yes. Yaya Diaby and yes. Anthony Nelson lining up at the inside linebacker position, just putting more pressure and different looks. And yes, to your point, Zion yeah. McCollum uh, playing safety. So many yeah. twists and adjustments that we did not see, not just against that first matchup with the Eagles, but really right. all season. They had been using Zion McCollum a little bit more in that safety role, but yeah. Uh, Loved what I saw from the defense today. The pressure on Jalen Hurts. They got a couple of sacks. Kalijah Camp yep. got a sack. JTS was fantastic tonight. Greg Gaines got a sack tonight. Greg Gaines got a sack. They kept Jalen Hurts in the pocket. They didn't allow him to extend plays. I'm almost shocked at how much the Eagles did not even try to run the ball Yeah. when that game was still close. Remember, they were only down by a score going into the half. That's right. And they ran it well on like that the first drive of the game. They ran yeah. twice in a row, got a first down with DeAndre Swift. And then whether it was the, the Bucks stacking it up and, and forcing the Eagles to throw it, um, the Eagles yeah. really did not try to establish the run game when I really yeah. thought that they should have given 15 carries, Matt. Yeah. 15 carries for 42 yards, a 2.8 yard average. Just, yeah. It, just superb run defense. And and one of those was a um was a scramble by Jalen Hurts, so really only 14 designed runs. Yeah, 42 yards in total. Just a masterclass from Todd Bowles on the defensive side of the ball. Kalisha Canty was great. Vita Bay was a stud. Levante David, incredible. Jamel Dean, a tackling machine. Yes. Really, the only guy that went off for the Eagles, and he did go off, was Devontae Smith. Eight catches for 148 yards, but you only allowed one touchdown. You only allowed... Really one big play. And, yeah, to your point, Scott, what they did on third down, what they did on fourth down, you don't see that for, like, years and years and years by any defense, even the greatest of defenses. And um, just truly, truly set the tone. Um, The offense was fantastic as well. We'll we'll talk about plenty of that. But, uh, I mean, there are times we say this was the best game, this was the best game. Yeah. The – Bucks, what they did to the Eagles tonight, that was a dismantling. That was a bashing, which we used in the title yeah. today. That was a full-blown ass-kicking. It really was. Especially yeah. in that second half and what really should have been in the first half as well. Uh, the Bucks dominated from beginning to end. Um, certainly wasn't perfect, but a lot of things really to like. And, yes, Todd Bowles, we can answer this question. Todd Bowles is going to be the head coach yep. next season. He earned it. He was was in his bag in this game and well, well deserved. Yeah. All right. So, Brian Jukic, listen, I I understand there are still Todd Bowles non believers out there. We're now stuck with Bowles for a while. But wouldn't you prefer this Bowles? Right. I mean, what what more did he have to do tonight to to seal the deal? Now, here's the thing we have to remember, Matt, that, that this Buccaneer team has been a work in progress all season long. Um, this is a different team, and it's a better team now than it was at the beginning of the season, even when they were 3-1, and one, yeah. right? Um, that one loss was to the Eagles. Their next loss was to the Lions, who, yep. by the way, they happen to play next week, right? <laughs> um, so I'm just saying it's like Dave Canales has gotten better as the season's gone along. The running game has gotten better as the season's gone along. The offensive line has gotten better as the season has gone along. The rookies, Yaya Diaby, Kalaja Kansi, have gotten better as the season's gone along. Trey Palmer. And Todd Bowles. Yeah, Trey Palmer. And Todd Bowles has gotten better as this 
season has has gone along, right? I mean, as with the with the exception of the New Orleans game, right? That was the hiccup that nobody saw coming, yeah. right? But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you you need that that wake up call, right? Because what happened in that game? They got beat in the trenches on both sides of the ball, just like what happened in Philadelphia, or I should say, by Philadelphia in Week Three, just like what happened with the Detroit Lions, right? In yeah. in Week Six. So having said that, the Buccaneers dominated the trenches tonight. That was probably a necessary loss to reset this team and get it focused on, A, winning the division, taking care of business, and then, B, getting ready for this revenge game. And I think this level of success and the way they attained it tonight in the trenches and with two brilliantly called game plans by yes. Todd Bowles and Dave Canales, okay, uh, gives me a lot of hope and encouragement for what this team can do next week against the Detroit Lions. Because as much as Todd Bowles was in his bag, Matt, Dave Canales was in his bag. Oh, He was in rhythm from the get-go of that first drive. They did everything right except score a touchdown, but that came, I think, on the next drive. Yeah, I mean, Baker Mayfield would have had 400 passing yards in this game if the Bucs didn't drop the ball so damn much yeah. in the first half. And that's not on Dave Canales. Um, yeah, right. I, I loved, even though it ended up with a field goal and not a touchdown, I love that first drive from Dave Canales coming yeah. out throwing and throwing it deep or, you know, middle middle to deep and then establishing the run. Yeah. Um, and something that has kind of taken a little bit longer to to develop is is the yards after the catch, which we've really been emphasizing from the beginning of the season, from training camp, of how much that's going to be big for the Bucks, And I don't think it's totally come to fruition like we all expected it, but the yak was gigantic tonight. I mean, both David Moore and Trey Palmer's touchdowns were just yeah. making the catch. Trey Palmer ran like a five-yard route, caught the ball, broke a tackle, yeah. and then ran another 50, 60 yards. The yak was gigantic for the uh, for the Buccaneers' offense tonight. Baker Mayfield was fantastic. Uh, we'll talk more about the, the Bucs' offense. Absolutely. Uh, Got to get to some Super Chats, though, because you guys are so freaking awesome staying up this late at 1232 yeah. on a Monday and, yeah. uh, and, and taking your time to watch us. So let's get to a couple of these Super Chats, and we'll get back into the game. Uh, Stefan Anthony, thanks for the $10 Super Chat, says, What a day for Bowles and the coaching staff. Aggressive play calling on both sides, all-out blitzes, press man, pass-first offense, going for it on fourth down, LFG. Let's freak it yep. go. Yeah, I mean, Bowles has been more aggressive of just deciding to go for it on fourth down, so that wasn't the most shocking thing to see. But, yes, the aggressiveness from Dave Canales to just let Baker sling it to get everybody involved, like Mike yeah. Evans, obviously, Kate Otten had the best game of his career. They tagged yes. him with the football over and over and over. Godwin gets a touchdown. Payne Durham made a play. And then obviously Palmer and Moore. Everyone was involved. Rashad White came in with a freaking attitude today. Yeah. And he really did. You know, he's a very, he's been on the show. People know Rashad White. Yeah. Very like laid back guy. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when you're talking to him in the locker room and having conversations with them, but for whatever reason, he flipped a switch today. And he was talking junk to the Eagles. He was fired <laughs> up. I mean, again, that first drive, that third down play by by Rashad White, he was dead yeah. to rights after catching that ball, and he just wanted it more. Yeah, those three yards. I think, yeah. I think that was a big storyline for the Bucs today. They just wanted it more, man. I mean, Rashad White breaking tackles, going through defenders to get that first down. That was him. That wasn't like a well-designed moment or a great schematic play that was just Rashad right. White wanting to get that first down Trey Palmer with the broken tackle not gonna not gonna settle for an arm tackle taking him down David Moore extending the play keeping it going the Bucks took it to the Eagles because they wanted it more and right before the game yeah. started and thanks to Chris Higgins for this dollar 99 super chat who says who's gonna stop the Bucks the nine and eight bucks before the game I said with the way that it's gone for the Eagles as of late, and a lot of off-the-field stuff and, and things of that nature. This was a great opportunity for the Bucks If they could jump ahead of the Eagles and jump on them early, they could break the spirit of the Philadelphia Eagles as this game went on. And they jumped out to a lead. They never relinquished the lead. Sure, the Eagles got the ball to start the second half. 
But once Anthony Nelson had that safety in the end zone, it, it was a uh, intentional grounding, but the whole play was made yeah. by Anthony Nelson. Oh yeah, it was a safety. Once um, you yeah, once Nelson. you made it a two possession game, I think that over. truly broke the spirit of the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's so much credit to the Bucks for what they did. Thank you to Conrad T for this four ninety nine super chat who says playing with house money. This is a different Bucks team to go to Detroit and win, baby. Yeah, absolutely playing with house money. Bucks are clearly going to be the underdogs playing against the Detroit Lions. But one thing that's fun is it would all have to play out this way. Bucks can do a complete revenge tour by beating the Eagles, beating the Lions on Sunday, going to San Fran and beating the 49ers in the NFC Championship game if if they don't get upset by the Packers. And And then play the Bills in the Super Bowl, right? And play either the Texans or the Bills in the Super Bowl. Right. Well, most likely the the Bills. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, that would be an ultimate revenge tour and... Mm -hmm. And a great, great story. The interesting thing, too, is the Buccaneers can host the NFC Championship game yes. if the Packers upset the 49ers and the Bucs beat the Lions. Because the Bucs yeah. will have the – they'll be the highest seed at number four, and they will entertain the Packers here at Ray J for the NFC Championship game. It sounds crazy to think, but you know what? This was such a convincing win um, that you believe in this team, right? I mean, you, you just yeah. – you look at the math. Six of the last seven, right? I mean, that that Saints game, we'll call it a necessary loss to recalibrate, refocus, whatever, right? They came out flat. They learned from that. Uh, they got the, the defense together. Uh, and Chase McLaughlin, boy, I mean, you just talk Money about McLaughlin. Uh, Money McLaughlin. This guy is an absolute ace, one of the best free agent signings that Jason Light has, has ever made. Because un- until those last two touchdowns from Palmer and Godwin were on the board, it was that David Moore touchdown and, and a bunch of field goals from Money McLaughlin, right? But yeah. he was the offense last week, and and now they put some touchdowns on the board. So uh, the Bucks defense is humming. The offense joined the party tonight. If this team can can keep this momentum going uh, into Detroit, look out. They want to be the underdog, right? Uh, yes. I think I'll, I think all the pressure on on this uh, on this upcoming game is on Detroit. Oh, yeah, you yeah. saw how how tight they got at the end of that game when the Rams were making that comeback. They, they won by one point. Give them all the credit in the world. The Lions are a good team. Oh, yeah. But they felt so much pressure to be that team that that finally broke the curse of not winning a playoff game since 1991. Right mm-hmm. now, they still have the added pressure of they've won 13 games this season. They're the team of destiny. Right. They 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 have to advance and beat the the lowly Buccaneers now. Right. Buccaneers can come in, I think, loose, yes, and carefree, playing with house money, as the super chat just said, and 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 go up there and and you know and try to get revenge. And because the game is on Sunday, Bucks will know whether it, obviously they have to beat Detroit, but they'll know whether they're going to go to San Francisco or if the Packers pull off an upset and, and have a little extra incentive That's to right. win and and host a uh, a home NFC championship game which yep. uh they haven't done that in in, in quite a long time exactly I, right i don't want to get too far ahead with with bucks lines because we'll have that all week but yeah one thing i do want to point to that i think it will be fun is um balls while he was in his bag today i think we'll have to have a different bag of tricks going up against the lions with how he sets up that personnel however for dave canales and and the bucks offense sure you're going to change up some things but overall, I, I I don't think the game plan has to drastically change going up yeah. against the Lions defense. I think if they if they kind of stick with letting Baker bake and and making some big throws down the field and yeah. hopefully you get some contributions, there will be in-game adjustments. But I, I don't think the, the offensive game plan has to be ridiculously different um against the Lions the way that I think the, the defensive game plan. Um, really has. I, I agree. And the other thing, too, is if you're looking for some bright spots, okay, well, you know, how about this? Out of the Bucks' nine regular season wins, five were on the road. Yes. They were more successful winning on the road than they were winning at home. The other element that's interesting to note is, is two of those wins came against road NFC North teams, yeah. Minnesota in week <laughs> one, and then Green Bay in December. So, there's there's that little statistic there as well. Samuel Whitehead with the 499 Super Chat. Todd Bowles did what Bill Belichick couldn't do, win a playoff game post-Brady. Well oh. done, Bill Bucks. 
Yeah, congrats That's to Todd right. Bowles too. That's his first uh, first playoff win as a, as an NFL yes. head coach. And yep, well well earned. I mean, this was there was no fluke about this one. This was this was an ass kicking. Well said by you, Matt, uh, earlier, and I yeah. totally concur. Um, the the game plan was was just phenomenal on both sides of the ball tonight. Great great game for Buccaneer fans to see. Yes. And of course, it comes at Philly's expense. Too. Yes, the, the team the is just send- imploding. To send you know, Philly home, all their fans that caused such a ruckus in that Week Three game. Yeah, I'm sure they were way more quiet uh, tonight. Jason uh, Kelsey's last game, probably as an Eagle. Yeah, yeah, great player. I mean, Todd um, Bowles shut down like like Rondé Barber shut down the vet. Yeah, back in 2002. Yeah, uh, there, yeah, there is a little bit of uh, similarity there. Uh, thanks to Grand Fisto for the 4.99 super chat, who says. I literally jumped off my couch and screamed when they stopped the tush push. Yeah, that, yeah. first of all, that was incredible. Zion McCollum's got to stop lining up offsides or going offsides yes. because, ironically, <laughs> it worked twice. Both times Zion McCollum went offsides on, on field goals or extra points. Right. They go for the two-point conversion. They stop the tush push, the brotherly shove. And yeah. then the Eagles bring their offense back on the second time he was offsides to yeah. go for it on fourth and five. And the Bucks got the stop. So each time they took yep. points off the board. I'm not saying they should go with that game plan every single week, but yeah. that's the second time this year that the Bucks have stopped the brotherly shove. Vita Bay had made a big play the first time around, and that was yeah. just exceptional. I, I would imagine everyone in the crowd KJ was going to insane. KJ Britt made a great play over the top, and I talked with Greg Gaines and Logan Hall after the game. Both of yeah. those guys were under the pile, and that's the one thing you got to do. You got low man wins when it yes. comes to the tush push. Logan Hall, Greg Gaines got under the pile. Vita Vea in there, rock solid, of course. And then KJ Britt over the top, and, and they stopped it. So, uh, yeah, that was between that, the safety, the 0 for 9 on third down, the, the 0 for 2 on fourth down. Uh, just, mm. again, I, I, th- this, this was a defensive masterpiece by Todd Bowles tonight. And uh, Bowles has said before with trying to stop the brotherly shove, he said, if I knew how to do it, I would be writing a book about it. So I'm very much looking forward to Todd Bowles dropping a book this summer on how to stop the uh, tush push. Another thing I want to point out uh, on the safety by Anthony Nelson, um, uh, I'll have to go back and watch the play. But what I really loved about that moment, too, is I believe on that play, the Bucs didn't really send a blitz. They just had their defensive linemen. Yep going up against the Eagles' offensive line, four-man pass rush, and that got to Jalen Hurts. They were able to yeah. keep a lot of defenders back and, and and play a lot more coverage, and that pass rush still got the job done on that play, yeah. leading to two points. I think that's so, so important. We've talked about that a ton. We know Todd Bowles is going to blitz, and I'm not saying that he should do it much, much less because that's what Todd Bowles yeah. does as a defensive play caller. But to get those little moments here and there when you can mm-hmm. just – on a four-man pass rush and drop everybody back in coverage, especially when yeah. you have the lead, that can help take this Bucks defense and elevate their game to another level. Because another big thing, whether it was Trey Palmer, David Moore, or Anthony Nelson, when you get to the postseason, you need those contributions from role players, yes. reserve players, someone that just steps up and makes a big play. It kind of reminds me during the Super Bowl run in 2020, Sean Murphy bunting, just having an interception in every single game except for one that's right. that, that was unexpected. Yeah. He was obviously like a role player would come off the bench, get some playing yeah. time, but SMB had some big moments in that 2020 Super Bowl run. And I'm not going to compare yeah. that to this box. Right. No, hey, yeah. You go back and look at Jordan Whitehead. That, that huge. Yes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Forced fumble, fumble uh, on uh, on Aaron Jones. Yeah. Uh, knocked, knocked him and Jones out of the game. It was yeah. such a hard hit. Yeah. And, and that really changed uh, the momentum. You're right. It's those semi-stars, those role players that need to step up in, in a big way. And great point by you, Matt, for sure. Thank you. Um, Eric Collison, 999 Super Chat. Thank you. If the Bucks didn't have 37 drops in this game, they might have won 63-6. to six. What a game. Exceptional job all around. Team looked more prepared than I've ever seen. I agree. This this team was prepared, focused, on point, 
detail-oriented. Uh, Bowles and Canales from the get-go just were clicking in, in terms of, of their play calls. And, uh, you know, I counted five drops in the first half, Matt. Two by Mike Evans yeah, uh, inside the five-yard line of the Eagles. If my memory serves me correctly, those could have been huge plays that might have ended up with uh, with touchdowns rather than field goals on those particular drives. When you look at um, uh, Kate, Kate Otten, had a couple. Uh, was wide open and had a, a drop. Uh, Rashad White had an uncharacteristic drop as well. So Chase Edmonds uh, too, yeah, yeah, Chase Edmonds, yeah. So it, it could have been more yards and and certainly more points for the Buccaneers. In the end, though, they didn't need them. They outscored. The Eagles, thirty-two to nine. But when you win games, and Mike Evans has three catches for forty-eight yeah. yards, including two drops, and Chris Godwin has four catches for forty-five yards, including a late, really don't even need it, twenty-three-yard touchdown. Um, that shows me that this is this is a, a team. This is a collective. This is this is a, a, a you know a, a group of guys that that can step up. Uh, in case Mike or Chris aren't on top of their games. And um, and what better time to do it than the playoffs, Matt? And to further emphasize your point, Scott, Baker Mayfield threw for 337 yards and yeah. three touchdowns. Probably could have yeah. had four or five touchdowns. And like we mentioned earlier, could have had over 400 yards. Kate yeah. Odden was the leading receiver, both with catches with eight and receiving yeah. yards, 89. So you're telling me, a quarterback that threw for 337 yards and three touchdowns didn't even have one receiver that cracked over 100 yards. That <laughs> is fascinating. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. And it just speaks to everybody. And it should have been Kate Otten. <laughs> yeah, it should have been Kate Otten. And it just speaks to everybody getting involved. Like David Moore, only two catches, but both of his plays, both of his receptions were Huge. major, major impactful, whether it was the first catch uh, 22 yards on top of a 15-yard face mask, and then obviously the big touchdown. And then what was important as well, running the ball. 29 attempts yeah. for 119 yards. Baker had two scrambles um, in that. They didn't. They they ran the ball efficiently. Efficiently. They yeah. they ran it to the outside with Rashad White, which I absolutely loved. We've been asking for that. They didn't just pound their head against the wall and keep going in between the tackles every single time. They got creative with it a little bit. You had to end around to Trey Palmer for nine yards. You had to end around with Devin Tompkins for 10 yards. So uh, yeah. the running game, I really think they're at their best when, um, when they have a lead, when it's the fourth quarter and they're able to just milk the clock, keep the clock going. And yep. uh, I, I think you saw that again on display from yep. uh, the Bucks running game. So really like what I saw there too. Folks, we are we're not even halfway through our our show tonight, our post game podcast, and we're going to do it again tomorrow. And you got to be there tomorrow because it's Bucks Victory Tuesday at four o'clock on the Peter Report TV channel on YouTube. That's our Peter Report podcast. Four o'clock, Bucks Victory Tuesday. We are doing roll call tomorrow at yes. four twenty. You don't want to miss this live show. It's the most fun show we do outside of a post game victory show like tonight. So yes. if you're having fun tonight. Make sure you join us tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe. We're we're so close to getting 13,000 subscribers yes. on Pewter Report TV, our YouTube channel. So we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. But uh, but Matt, it just seemed to me, and and you know, I can't we didn't have time to interview everybody about like their pregame beverage or what you know, <laughs> what type of, of of fuel that these guys had coming into the game. But I'm telling you, man. Um, it, it seemed like like this entire team was hopped up on Celsius tonight. Uh, it absolutely felt that way. I, I would not be surprised if the uh, if the Bucks had a Celsius before they hit the field at Raymond James Stadium uh, this evening, and maybe they have the new Celsius flavor, the Celsius Essentials. They are a uh, performance energy drink with 270 milligrams of caffeine that are uh, in there to help you live fit. And of course, there's no sugar uh, in any Celsius energy drinks. They're the ultimate energy drink line by Celsius, formulated for the fitness enthusiasts looking to elevate their performance. They are made with propri uh, proprietary Meta Plus formulas that have three essential aminos and uh, gives you an unbeatable combination of ingredients that support your physical and cognitive performance. Uh, with the specially formulated lineup of Celsius Essentials, it's a game changer. 
Uh, it's a game changer, especially for those wanting to unlock their full potential and take their fitness journey to the next level. The Celsius Essentials are available at 7-Elevens nationwide. You can get the three-flavor variety pack at Walmart. They're rolling out nationwide to select retailers, and they're coming very soon to Amazon. So whether it's the Celsius Essentials, maybe uh, you're a big fan of the Cosmic Five, Sparkling Orange, Sparkling Watermelon, maybe a Strawberry Lemonade or the Arctic Five, um, you got to have Celsius if you haven't yet. If you know where to find a Celsius, go to the store locator on their website, punch in your address, and tell you the closest place where you can pick one up. It could be one of those 7-Elevens or Walmarts like we mentioned, maybe a health and fitness store, or it could just be your bodega. Bodega. And once you keep going to your bodega and you want to get it in bulk, you can. I'd recommend getting the variety pack. It's variety spice of life. Um, go to Amazon, click on the subscribe and save, and have it sent to your place of residence uh, really whenever you want. You're in charge. You're the captain. Just make sure you're drinking Celsius energy drinks. Make Celsius your number one pick. Celsius, the official energy drink of the Pewter Report podcast. Let's keep these super chats going. Thanks to Shaggy for the $5 super chat. who says, Bucks Revenge Tour could run through the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, we mentioned it earlier. <laughs> beat the Eagles. Yeah. Got to beat the Lions. 49ers in the NFC Championship game. And then either the Texans or the Bills, more likely the Bills, um, in the Super Bowl. So that would be very very cool yeah. um if, to- if, if, i was gonna say this if you were looking for the rain it didn't come tonight yes but it's finally raining at raymond james stadium i'm uh, gonna have a wet soggy walk home but damn. um hopefully the rain will pass in the next 30 minutes i'm not going anywhere this is too much fun talking yeah. buccaneers with you pewter people tonight so thank you so much for your support tonight uh it's we're approaching one o'clock on early tuesday morning it's already hopefully a you, you get to call it is. It's already Victory Tuesday. Hopefully you get to call in sick tomorrow. Um, you know, we'll be working, so we're not calling in sick, but um, we appreciate the super chats as well. Very, very much appreciate Yes. Uh, thank you to Furu Kawap. The $10 super chat says, Bowl sandbag this defensive play calls. <laughs> also, I know McCollum put the first hit on Julio, but Levante clocked Julio, uh, Julio's jaw with the punch while going for the ball. I did not notice that one. Obviously, everyone saw either, the big yeah. hit by... Uh, Yep. by uh, Zion McCollum. Uh, well, I'll check that out at some point. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Julio's never been known for being the, uh, you know, the healthiest wide receiver. He's he's yeah. had a lot of injuries in his career. So, damn. Yeah, I mean, that sucked, though. He was out for the game. And, yeah. Uh, Eagles, let's let's remember, the Bucks did catch a bit of a break. A.J. Brown not playing yeah. in this game. And I really think, I think outside of Devontae Smith, there was, this just, not really a ton of explosiveness uh, from no, the rest of the really Eagles wasn't. wide receivers. And when Swift wasn't going in the run game, that kind of takes yep. out half of their, their arsenal. So, yeah. Um, I mean, to your point, to your point, Matt, their longest play of the game was Devonte Smith's 55 yard catch and run. Right. So there was that uh, the next longest pass play was a 14 yard catch by Julio Jones, who had three catches for yep. 30, sorry, three catches for 22 yards. The next longest was an 11-yard catch and run by Swift, and then a 10-yard catch by Godert. So uh, there, there were no explosive plays outside of that big shot to Devontae Smith. I think he had another play that yeah. was over 20 yards. 17-yard run by DeAndre Swift uh, at one point, but he had four yards on 10 carries. That one 17-yard yeah. run was half of his production. So just incredible job by the Bucks defense. Yeah, and and that Swift run was like after the Bucks had built a lead. So the Bucks are like, yeah, you want to run the ball in the fourth quarter down multiple scores? Yeah. Be my guest. Uh, have at it. And, yeah, not allowing the the chunk plays was big. That's going to be even more crucial against the Lions. Because if you remember that yeah. game against the Lions, Amon Ross St. Brown torched the Bucks by oh, just yeah. breaking tackles and, and yards after the catch. But, again, we'll talk about that more yeah. during the week. Uh, thanks to Meets McGee for this $5 super chat who says, Proud of Bowls. <clears throat> this from a guy who wasn't happy with him. He did not play favoritism. Devin White played over 30% of the plays. I don't know if Ryan Neal played. Yeah, I don't recall Ryan Neal getting no. even one defensive snap. That was a big, big That's adjustment. Right. Just, uh, yeah, no Ryan Neal, no Kayvon Merriweather. Zion McCollum in yeah. at safety. And obviously, he has the speed. Um, he was able to. Devontae Smith, one of the big plays he had, he essentially caught a slant and got ahead yeah. of, of Zion, but Zion was quick enough to at least track him down and not let him yeah. score on that play. So um, Todd yeah. Bowles loves speed, and you, you get that with Zion yeah. McCollum for sure. There were a handful of plays where Mer- Merriweather played, but for the most part it was Zion McCollum at safety tonight, and usually free safety because we saw 
Antoine Winfield in the box an awful lot. Yes. But the interesting thing about that, and I think you're going to see that too going forward next week because the Lions passing attack, as you mentioned, I'm on Ross and Brown, uh, Josh Reynolds. Uh, they've got some guys, uh, obviously, Jamison Williams. Yeah. Flat out fly. We remember what happened last time with Ryan Neal getting caught out of position. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the type of, of defensive uh, packages that, that Bulls put in, you know, they really had to almost go cover zero or cover one at, at times with with the six man front that was just designed to take away the run. And they needed some speed back there. They needed some athleticism at the at the free safety spot. Somebody that could uh, track down anybody. And that was I McCollum tonight. He did a very, very good job. Thanks to Salty Buccaneer for the $1.99 Super Chat, who says, Bye, Eagles, bye. Most fun I've had at a game. Salty Buccaneer, appreciate you watching the show, as I imagine you're either on your way home or just got home from the Buccaneers game. Great you got to see that live. But yes, it, it does help having that victory over the Eagles, sending them home. There's obviously a long playoff history between the Bucs and the Eagles, so a fun little rivalry uh, in its own right. Uh Rondé Barber was talking some trash to, um, uh, I forgot his name, but the guy from It's Always Sunny uh, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Rob McElhaney. Yeah, so yeah, great yeah. time for for Bucks fans, for sure. Uh, thank you to Andre Apollinario for this uh, $10 Super Chat, who says, what a game by both sides of the football. Am I delusional or can we dream a little higher? Love you guys. Can't wait for Sunday. Let's go. Yeah, I mean. Thank you, Andre. Momentum obviously is gigantic yeah. for the Buccaneers. It like is. they won convincingly, <laughs> smacked the crap out of the Eagles, and now they've won six of seven. Talking about the regular season and uh, yeah. this this playoff victory, like you said, a, a kind of a tight game between the uh, the Lions and the Rams. And let's face it, Scott, like that was an emotional game for the Lions as well. Between it really was. first home game since 1993, Matt Stafford uh, coming back. Th- yeah, Matt Stafford, that whole storyline and the way they won. I, I like. I imagine the Lions. I don't know how. I don't know if it lasts for a whole week, but like coming down from that adrenaline dump that you just had yeah. in your most emotional game. I wonder if that will affect the Lions like for the first quarter um, next week. So yeah, another revenge game. You want to dream a little bit higher? I mean, I definitely think that the Bucs are going to play much better against the Lions than how they looked the last time they played against the Lions because they just proved yeah. that um, for the Eagles. So, yeah, I think Bucks fans are well within their right to dream a little bit higher based on this performance, especially from Baker Mayfield. Because if you get that yeah. Baker every week, the Bucs can hang with anyone. They really yeah. can. David um, uh, Sandwich with a 999 Super Chat. Firing in all cylinders, offense, defense, special teams. Doubted all season – but save their best for when it really matters. Go Bucks! We should also uh, really give some credit to Jake Camarda, who yes. had a couple of shaky performances at the end of the mm-hmm. season, did a fantastic job punting tonight. Uh, Jake had three punts, averaged 41.3 yards uh, for his average with a 41.3-yard net. What does that mean? That means no punt return yardage by uh, Britton. Kobe, who is one of the, of, of the better punt return guys. I think he had a big return, did he not, in week three against the Buccaneers? Didn't Kobe have a, a pretty decent return? Yeah, I think he yeah, did. he might he might have. But he was a non-factor tonight. And you look at all three of those punts were downed where? Inside the 20-yard yep. line. And one of those punts backed the Eagles up so far that it led to Anthony Nelson's safety. So uh, a great job, not just by Chase McLaughlin, who gets – you know, the, the A plus for making all the field goals and extra points again, but also Jake Camarda and Tampa Bay's coverage units as well. Yeah, I think field position was huge in this game for sure. Uh, Bucks almost recovered a muff punt as well. I yeah. was hoping Josh Hayes is so close. Um, I know he was, but you know, whatever. he's a great gunner, man. Yeah, he's a great gunner. Yeah, yeah, he's done a he's done a really good job in that role. You're not going to get every single break. And I think that's what makes this win. Um very satisf- satisfying as well because the Bucks did not have a turnover in this game on That's the right. defensive side of the yeah. ball. And we've said a lot before, if the Bucs aren't getting sacks and turnovers, they're usually – it's tough sledding for that unit. But, no, I mean, out, outside of the safety by the Bucks defense and, and putting yeah. two points on the board, the offense earned every single thing that uh, 
every single point that they scored um, on, on their side of the ball. And yeah, I mean, the right. defensive stops, we already talked about third down or fourth down. So truly a great effort. Um, yeah, special teams as well between Camarda, McLaughlin. I thought Devin Tompkins was solid as a returner. You know, nothing yes. like, yeah. nothing amazing, but just breaking tackles, heading up the field and being hard nosed. I think, uh, I think that was really important. Thanks to Ace Andrews for this 499 super chat who says, Am I overreacting and feeling like this win is monumental uh, in helping build more of a winning culture here? No, you're not overreacting at all because this answers a couple questions. One, Todd Bowles is back next year. So that also means unless Dave Canales gets swept away by another team uh, to be a head coach, now you have Dave Canales back. And that most likely means the re-signing of Baker Mayfield. So you got your quarterback situation figured out for next season. And, We'll dive into that in the offseason. Contracts, yeah. money, years, all, all right. that. So here's here's one, what I'm going to say. I, um, I feel pretty confident that Dave Canales, and he even said this at the podium, Matt. Yes. But I feel pretty confident, I'll just leave it at this, that Dave Canales – uh, I think he might pull a Ben Johnson, and and uh, I think he's going to interview. He wants the experience, right? It's a good yeah. experience to have, just like Mike Greenberg interviewed with Carolina on Saturday. I think that um, that Canals will do the interview with the Panthers, but I, I, he wants to stay and build this offensive system and and finish the job here the way that Ben Johnson wanted to finish the job in Detroit by turning down head coaching opportunities last year. I think Canales is in the exact same boat. Uh, it's one of those things, Matt, where you're tempted to take the job right when it's offered because there's only 32 of them, right? Yeah. And that opportunity might not come again. But I think for Canales, it will. A couple of things are not going to go away, right? He's young. I mean, he's yes. going to age, but right, right, right. <laughs> he certainly is is young and healthy. And you know, he's not Pete Carroll. He's not Bill Belichick, right? The other thing, too, is... He's incredibly charismatic, right? He yes. he can command the room. He's a great leader. He's likable. Um, he's positive. He's upbeat. Yeah. So so those traits are not going to go away. He's going to be a head coaching candidate this year, next year, whenever he wants, right? So I think that he is committed uh, unless they win the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to put a little caveat on sure, that. Sure. I don't know that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm not saying they're not after this point. But I, I think he wants to stay. And maybe I've kind of ascertained that from talking to him. I won't let you be the judge. Potentially. Maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe. And to add a little more to that, I also think this year is quite different in, in, in terms of, like, coaching availability. Because how often is, like, Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll going to be available and Jim Harbaugh right. coming from Michigan? Like, yeah. that's not going to happen every single yeah. year. And, and Todd Munkin's obviously a, a big-time candidate and Ben Johnson as well, where um, – Right now, Dave Canales is kind of in the shuffle of like yeah. future head coach where next season or two seasons from now, he might be the number one candidate Correct. where everybody is yeah. knocking on his door saying, please be our head coach. Now, yeah. uh, for the Baker side of it, what I think is most important and sure, I think other teams will be a little more interested in signing Baker to be their quarterback next season. But there was a there was a cool graphic that ESPN showed. So I, I don't know if you were able to, to see it because you were at the stadium watching the game. But they showed the number of head coaches that Baker Mayfield has had over the last yeah. couple of years in his career. He's had six different head coaches going back to the Browns, all right. the, all the decisions they've made over the years, and then yep. the Panthers and 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 the Rams last year. What's going to be so important for Baker Mayfield, because he hasn't had this in his NFL career, is stability. Baker yes. has not had any stability in right. his career. So if you're worried about Baker going somewhere else for a big contract, that's certainly a possibility. You're not ruling yeah. that out. But the comfort, the knowledge of knowing you have Todd Bowles again and you have Dave Canales yeah. again, that is something that is here, right? It's such a he, fit. He's, that, he's been trying to find his fit, Matt, and he's found it. So yes. it's like, why, why would you want to leave, right? This team is going to reward him. Um, the the more wins he he gets, the the more they're going to reward him. So uh, to me, um, I I I think that he is he's all but back next year as as the quarterback. So when you talk about continuity, you talk about winning a fourth straight NFC South title. 
it all comes down to can this team stay healthy? Because I think they're going to stay together. I yeah. think Canales is back. Baker Mayfield's back. Todd Bowles is back. And, and you know, and, and then you build on this playoff run here. Yeah. And you build off of, of this momentum at the end of the season. You know, Yaya Diaby's going to be better next year. Payne Durham's going to be better next year, right? Um, you, you might see Servasia Dennis as a starter lined up to next next to Levante David, right? Who's going to, I think, come back. So, um, Kalijah Kansi's going to be better. Yes. Cody Mauk's going to be better. So, th- this this offense, I, I think, is just starting to scratch the surface. Um, I think the more pieces that Todd Bowles assembles, uh, the more chess pieces he has. More tap room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. look out for the Buccaneers, folks. I, I'm just telling you, this 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 end of, of season run here is real. Six of seven wins is real. Remember, the Buccaneers won, what, eight straight games to the Super Bowl. Yep. Right, Matt? Mm-hmm. The last four, after a seven to five start, so the last four, then four in the postseason, right? The Buccaneers had that one hiccup. But they've won six out of seven. If they win the next one, they will have won seven out of eight. That's that's almost a parallel track than what this Tom Brady, Bruce Arians 2020 Super Bowl team has done. So give them credit for that. We'll see how far they can go. Um, but so far, so good. And everything that you just pointed out with Baker and who's going to be back and this team get, getting better, that to Baker Mayfield is priceless. That money yeah. that he could get yes. somewhere else. There, it's priceless what he has here uh, in Tampa at the moment. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Spinks, I guess we'll call it, uh, for the $10 Super Chat, who says, it's probably just me, but it, see, it, but it seems to me like our offense does better when we spread the ball to multiple wide receivers instead of trying to feed Mike. Still love Mike. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, this game would look kind of different if Mike makes that catch on the deep ball uh, earlier in the game. Really, just the Bucks jump out to a bigger league. Lead. Thanks yeah. to uh, Nick Dubuque again for the uh, for this dollar ninety nine super chat. Um, but I also th- there's one thing that worries me a little bit about Baker is he is always looking for Mike Evans first. And granted, that's how the offense is. Dave Canales will be yep. the first one to say we call first plays play of the game. game. Throw to Mike. That's yeah, what it was we, we give yeah. we dial up plays to give it to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. However, sometimes and you saw it a little bit in today's game. Baker will get fixated on like his first read. And a lot of the times it's Mike Evans. And then if yeah. Mike's not open or that read isn't open, that's when he starts mm-hmm. tap dancing in the pocket and you kind of want it to just throw the ball away or scramble. And that's when he yeah. takes a couple of sacks. So that's something I want to see cleaned up next week for, yep. uh, for Detroit. Thanks to Cat and Max for this $10 super chat who says I'm joining late. So sorry mm-hmm. if I missed this topic. No worry at all. Cat and Max. Yeah. Uh, is it insane to think that the path through the NFC May consist of teams we face in the regular season, Philly, Detroit, San Fran, and Green Bay, LOL. Yeah, uh, we did talk about this before. Revenge tour is very real. Um, And they don't want to be on the other side of the revenge tour if uh, the Packers want to come in licking their chops. Yeah, Uh, but if if, if that's the case, if if it is Bucks and Packers, that game's here in Tampa. That's the NFC Championship game. And you got to know that the the Buccaneers, if they've beaten – the Eagles and the Lions, right? And they've they've won at that point what uh, uh, eight out of their last nine. It would be at that at that stage, and that game yeah. is here. And you've already you know waxed the Packers up in Green Bay. Um, you're not going to lack confidence facing the Packers again. So uh, you know that that's that, that that's that's pretty special. One one other thing that's special is is our friend Eric Gross in the Eric Gross Group. Um, this guy is is absolutely thrilled and, and ecstatic tonight, just like you pewter people are. Why is that? Because he's a pewter person just like you. That's right. Eric Gross and the Eric Gross Group, they're huge Tampa Bay fans, huge pewter report readers. He's probably watching the podcast right now after putting his son to bed. Listen, folks, it takes a full team effort to win a football game. It takes a full team effort to win in real estate. The Eric Gross Group has done hundreds of transactions in this crazy real estate market. They've got experience in all types of situations. Eric is an avid Pewter Report reader and a Tampa native whose father was stationed in McDill Air Force Base. He and his team have the market knowledge, the top-notch communication, the commitment to excellent service that sets them apart. Their clients are not just transactions. They're lifelong friendships. Here's what I want you to do. 
go to housesinfla.com. That's Eric's website, housesinfla.com. Or give him a call. Not tonight. It's a little late. But call him tomorrow, 513-907-4271. And start your conversation about tonight's win. And then get to know Eric, and he's going to help you either find that that buyer for your house or help you sell the house so you can move uh, wherever that you, you want to go. And he can help you find that house as well. So no matter where you are in your home ownership journey, you're going to feel welcome to the Eric Gross Group. It's the official Realtor Reputer Report. Again, visit housesinfla.com, and you can find out their, their inventory. And it's a great layout. It's a fantastic website, housesinfla.com, the Eric Gross Group. Thank you to uh, Timothy Fitzgerald for this 222 Super Chat. He says 2 plus 2 plus 2 equals 6. Baker effing Mayfield, baby. Boomer. You know, when the Bucks win like that, you can curse in the Super Chat. Um, yeah, I mean, incredible game from Baker Mayfield. Lincoln Riley was at the game, the former Oklahoma head coach, yeah. now um, now USC head coach, who obviously is very familiar with, with Baker Mayfield. So, yeah, a lot of Oklahoma fans happy today. Yeah, no uh, doubt about it. Zach Coleman, thank you for the $5 Super Chat, who says, the good thing about the stadium being packed with Philly fans is that they got to see the Eagles get wrecked <laughs> in person. Yeah, that was – yeah. Like we said, an ass kicking. They beat the yeah. crap out of the Eagles. It, it in all wasn't seasons. as many Eagle fans this game at as there was in Week Three, though. That's the important thing. I think the Eagles fans, the ones that are here in Florida, the transplants, they came because sure. it's local. But you didn't have a lot of Philly fans flying down here. I don't think to see this team because those fans probably have seen all these losses. They know it was coming. They don't waste their money. Maybe they want to get out of the cold. You know, Tampa is always fun to visit in the winter, yes. but just not as many Philly fans because of of that slump. And I think a lot of Philly fans knew that this is just not their year, and it wasn't. Yeah, I, I think I think that definitely played into it. Uh, thanks, Zach, for uh, another five dollars super chat answer uh, with the uh, the same comment. Appreciate you, Zach, very very much. Uh, Meets McGee with a two dollars super chat. Thank you. Says, uh, "Am I mistaken? Jared Goff is number one." Versus the Blitz. I don't know that off the top of my head, but uh, I mean, it kind of reminds me of 2021 a little bit when Matt Stafford was yeah. the uh, the best quarterback against the Blitz. But, you know, Todd Bowles can can learn from his lesson uh, from that yeah. one. Uh, it's definitely something we'll be and diving into. Jared, Jared Goff has kind of had Todd's number even even go back to yes. 2019 in that big time shootout where the, the Buccaneers put up, I think, 55 points. We were talking about that on Saturday funny enough yeah like us you know it just it, it it in that particular game um i think golf threw for 500 yards and he did get sacked there was that scoop and score by Indominus sue there yep. was a couple of jack barrett you know, had an interception of, uh yeah yeah so um uh jared goff that's going to be the next puzzle that todd Bowles has to solve tonight was the eagles running game yep box checked now it's going to be um figuring out how to stop or at least slow down jared goff uh, Bucks Basement, thanks for the four ninety nine super chat. Says I love our chances against the Lions as long as Ryan Neal is not in every play. He was the Lions MVP. Yeah, that was uh, no pun intended to the Lions, but that was the true beginning of the uproar of uh, displeasure for Ryan Neal. And no, I do not think that Ryan Neal will be playing as much as he did in that creamsicle game that he will um, on. Sunday afternoon. And you know what? Hey, Bucks again, it's like we started the show, Matt, talking about Todd Bowles getting his props for 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 the, the great defensive game plan, you know, that he that he put in there. And, and and Dave Canales, both of those guys did a tremendous job. But one of the things that we've been critical about Todd Bowles for, and rightly so, has been personnel usage. Yeah. About not managing the depth chart the way that he should have. And credit Todd Bowles for saying, you know what? I got Carlton Davis healthy. I got Jamel Dean healthy, but I got to find a way to get yes. Zion McCollum on the field because he truly has been, outside of Antoine Winfield Jr., the best defensive back this year. And he did that by playing him at safety and in the slot at, at nickel corner. So just hats off for Bowles for personnel usage. That has been uh, kind of a thorn in his side that uh, that he removed tonight. And, and I thought uh, certainly uh, bodes well for the Bucks going forward. I think you're going to see McCollum uh, in, in the safety position again uh, next week against the Lions. Yeah, uh, Todd Bowles made all of the uh, correct picks and choices and, and everything like that. 
Um, if you want to take a page out of Todd Bowles playbook, make the right picks and choices over at underdog fantasy. Use the promo code pewter P E W T E R. Get a first deposit bonus. When you uh, sign up on their app, you pick anywhere from two to five players. Um, you're just making picks on things like higher or lower on receiving yards or number of tackles by defensive players. So they got the defense involved too. Um, it's a ton of fun. You could do it for all the big sports and especially for football as well with uh, the playoffs coming up this week. Underdog Fantasy, check out uh, their app and use the promo code Pewter, P-E-W-T-E-R, and get that first deposit bonus. Um, yep. Tomorrow's show, which yep. is going to be today because we are in Tuesday. It's going to be a Bucks victory Tuesday as we further break down the uh, game that we saw tonight. We'll, uh, we'll hear from Todd Bowles again and, you know, start taking a peek at this divisional round matchup between the Bucks and the Lions. And, of course, we'll have roll call at 420. Always yep. a very fun time when we get that going. Uh, two more Super Chats to get to. Thank you to everybody staying up so late. Kathy Gillespie, thanks for the $5 super chat, says, I made it before you were off the air. Yahoo! But stop dropping the balls, (laughs) boys. No bueno moving forward. Drops have been a little bit of an issue over the past couple weeks. I mean, the big play was Mike last week, Trey Palmer last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's something Baker Mayfield was talking about, about the Lions. And it wasn't really the drop balls. It was just the, the overthrows that he had not connecting with Trey Palmer, Matt. And yes. so whether whether it's drop passes or misfires from Baker to those receivers, they got to be on points uh, up, up in Detroit next week. They can't leave points and yards on the field the way yes. they did tonight. The Lions are just a better team. Oh, yeah. They're faster, a better team than the Eagles. Yeah. Much, much faster, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So, uh, yeah, full full agreement with you on that one. And Baker made all the throws tonight, except for we had yep. one overthrow to Chris Goblin. But, yeah, he, he was great. Yep. Um, Desert Dog 2K, thank you for the $10 Super Chat, says, Baker Mayfield, 4,381 yards passing, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. No one in the galaxy saw this coming. Gotta love the grit, the leadership. Pay this man. Wow, Desert Dog 2K. That's big of you to say with your Texas Longhorn (laughs) caption to say that about a former uh, Oklahoma Sooner. But, yeah, I mean, credit where credit is due. Baker baked. Baker balled this evening. And there's been peaks and valleys with Baker. There's been great Baker the last two games. Not good at all by any means. But he trended in the correct direction today because he was on one this game. An incredible offensive performance, and the Bucks won a playoff game, a yeah, home they did. playoff game. Yep, um, Angelina S. Uh, in light we trust. Yeah, wrote about Jason Light, the Bucks shining light. Uh, four straight playoff appearances in a row, uh, courtesy of their general manager and others. But man, he has just stocked the front office, right? Mike Greenberg, John Spitek, Mike Beal, Rob McCartney. Um, the list goes on and on of the front office talent they have, the talent on the roster. Matt, 10 rookies. I shouldn't say that. Not 10 rookies. 10 draft picks yeah. from the last two drafts are starters on this playoff team. So an incredible job by the coaches for developing the young talent. It's also a credit to Light and the front office for drafting this young talent over the last two years. Uh, they have they have made the Buccaneers a contender really quickly post-Tom Brady. Quicker than most thought. Scott, I was thinking about this when the game was done. We successfully accomplished our campaign of getting Antoine Winfield Jr. as a first-team All-Pro safety. Yes. I think our next mission should be start banging the table for Jason Light to win executive executive of the year. And there's a lot of great competition. You could make the case that – you know, the winner of Bucks lions can get GM of the year um, or executive yep. of the year uh, between those front offices. But what Jason Light did this year, what he's done with building this roster and bringing in Tom Brady and Gronk, yep. and then they leave and they pay off the Tom Brady tax credit and made this team still competitive, still winning the NFC and winning a play at the NFC South and winning a playoff game this season, yep. which they did not do last year. That's right. With Tom, with Tom Brady. Brady. They won yeah. it with Baker Mayfield. The whole front office needs to start 
getting more national recognition. So hopefully I agree. that'll well be said, next man. for us. Hopefully you guys can follow us on our social media on X, Facebook, Instagram, and threads. We are at Peter Report. And of course our YouTube channel is Peter Report TV, where we have the podcast, different shows, different clips, everything like that. Um, we are getting very, very close to 13,000 subscribers. So please, if you're not already doing so, please like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment on this uh, podcast. Even when we're not live, you can go into the comments uh, after. Really helps us out, and we'd really appreciate it. And we're going to have another show later today because, again, we are uh, on Tuesday. It's going to be a Bucks Victory Tuesday. That'll be at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Myself and Scott back on once again. So that's going to do it for us this morning. What a great game from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to yes. talk about it more later today. For Scott Reynolds, I'm Matt Matera saying thanks, everybody, for watching. And we will see you later today uh, for another edition of the Pewter Report podcast. Out. Out. V for victory.